Hello and thank you for joining us today at Distracted by Life. Our podcast is all about making change within yourself and your relationships. We share conversations, stories, and explore ideas coming from our lifelong journey of the high points and especially the low points where we learn to face our fears or cope with pain, loss, and failure. We do this in a discovery quest to establish patterns around our past and understanding whether we are tripping up from our past or being held hostage by it. We work on identifying ways to move forward, aligning our core values, and unlocking the keys to self-awareness, self-acceptance, self-compassion, and letting go of what is not serving you positively in life. A better you is always there, ready to explore in a new world. So let's begin. Ah yes, the social media life. Always sunny and always so positive, on the surface that is. While in the real world, though we all face struggles that require us to be brave in life. Braving life, showing courage. How do you brave life in this current state with all of life's stresses held over our heads? Today we discuss braving life and everything in between with them all. We'll be sharing some personal discoveries and life-changing perspectives according to our own unique experiences. Welcome, Mama. Hi, Dan. Glad to be here as always. Uh, I feel that we've both been on this ride of braving life uh, quite a lot as a couple. Um, I have some scenarios to share, maybe, uh, but I'd like you to kick us off. What's your take? Sure. Don't mind if I do. <laughs> You're right. I feel we have been brave in life for quite a long time. I also think um, that many couples out there, I'm sure they're doing the same thing. It seemed like we ha- it seemed like we have been braving life. But at the same time, I think it's the case for everyone as well. Sometimes I look at life or I look at braving life as braving the wilderness. However, that might look different for someone else. But from my own personal experiences, the braving life started for me a while back when my dad passed away when I was eight years old. Living in a third world country, having no access to clean water or electricity most of the time, getting sick, spending most of my childhood in hospitals, coming close to seeing death, braving life for me when some real hard times showed up and shook me to the core, when my beliefs and faith were shaken and questioned if I would ever make it through. In situations when overwhelming pain and sadness of losing a loved one, not knowing if I will make it to see another day, being hospitalized over and over with malaria. And for those who don't know what malaria is, it's actually a severe and sometimes fatal disease is is caused by a parasite that commonly infects a certain type of mosquitoes which feeds on humans. When I was separated from my brothers with the only way to see them again, when we got divided from a family of four to a family of three living in two different countries, at the same time, that was the only way for a chance at a better life, safe and normal life after my dad passed away. When I heard the news about my mother's breast cancer diagnosis, when our son Nicholas had a seizure that led him to getting hospitalized with with meningitis. And that was definitely quite, quite scary to witness. I think braving life is about all those hard times 
that we face with courage. Even though we are scared out of our minds deep down, it's when the world stops around us as we come face to face with that very same thing that tests and scares us to our core. Whether it be death, fear, or loss, or sickness, how we rise from the darkness is what determines our resiliency and strength. It paves the way to our humanness, vulnerabilities, and compassion, making braving life worth it. Don't you think, Dan? What about your journey? Well, I'm still interested in your journey. <laughs> I that, think that that's pretty remarkable. I think I shared more than enough. It's your turn. <laughs> you know, it's a lot that happened there. Um, and I can definitely relate to a time when when Nicholas was in the hospital. It, I don't know if it's more discussing braving life or or just how do we deal with braving braving life like what what is it that we do you know a, as a couple um when one's down the other's there to support you know and vice versa and um i think is that most of us sometimes we get so distracted by life that we focus more on living and pushing through for the next day that that the next the next day and the next time that sometimes we forget those challenging times that change us yeah yeah no that's true i mean uh, for the most part <clears throat> we do get distracted um or you know personally in my case i just don't want to look back down that road again and that of course is a work in progress for me personally. Always growing and always learning. You know, I, th I think back to when, well, braving life isn't necessarily the bad things in life, in my life. Um, sometimes they're, you know, good hidden in the news. Uh, you know, the, the day I got a call from my daughter to tell me that she's pregnant. Kind of out of the blue, kind of young. Um, but you know, uh, by the grace of God, everything went well. And, and, you know, I'm now a, a grandfather to a beautiful little girl. Um, there was a time too, when, you know, um, I'm thankfully both my parents are, are still here and my dad did fall though and had a brain bleed. That was the first time in my life that I thought, oh, holy shit, I just might lose a parent. Um, so I, I, it was huge, huge. Um, but you know, first things first, focus on getting them fixed and, and go from there as best we can. Uh, another reality check, you know, my mom with mini strokes, like what the hell? That's my mom. She's supposed to be strong and, 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 you know, indestructible but you realize as you get older that you know they're human and we are all fragile very much so yeah and as some uh, the family doctor says we have an expiry date <laughs> yeah pretty much just it's not on the label and that's really frustrating um you know braving life going through the struggles learning adapting and dealing with it that you know has to be 
probably one of the greatest examples of that would be my own brother who, who suffered, um, you know, disabilities from day one. Um, and he's persevered. Now, there's a guy who, who, who braves life, life with yeah. positivity, complete positivity. How, you know, how could I look at anything any less than watching him go through his struggles with, you know, how are you doing? I'm okay. Meanwhile, he, he can't can move. walk or he can't feed Nothing. himself. Yeah. It's um, looking at him and really questioning what braving life looks like because he is the ultimate example of braving life. Yeah. Every day. No complaint. And uh, so I can't, I don't know whether I can't or, or I just plain refuse to look at things any less um, than, you know, um, an opportunity to appreciate what's going on and knowing that with perseverance, and resilience and gratitude and gratitude that braving these storms if you want to call them in life um all the stresses and that you know we'll overcome them as much as we think we can't or we won't but we will overcome them don't know if i have any more to share because i might have buried some stuff over the years <laughs> but like i said that's a work in progress Bearing you know. is not good because you, it's all I about know. facing. I know. As I mentioned, Growing sometimes we forget those unique moments and times that actually change us. And a lot of the time, without realizing, it changes us to a, and refine us for a better versions of ourselves. We don't see it. We don't pay attention because we are distracted by life, making it from the next day to the next to the next. When I think about the call to courage, according to Dr. Brene, Brene Brown, I really love her work quite a lot in her research. And she mentions some of these elements about the call to courage. And I'm going to actually summarize those ones that as we talk about them here. So the, the first one was be intentional about who you accept feedback from. And that for me is, it's not about the critics who counts because they will, you will have always critics in your life at any point in time, whether professionally or personally. There will always be someone out there who does it better, who knows it better and stronger and can get up and can bounce back a lot much better and have a comeback than you. Which is why you never compare yourself to somebody else because you'll always lose. You will always, if we continue to compare ourselves externally and measure our own success and life and failures against other people, we will always lose that battle. We will. No matter what. But when we look at the credit belongs to the person who actually, despite the struggle, despite the failure, they kept on getting up, showing up that with blood, sweat, and tears, and trying again and again, even when they keep coming up short. They're trying and trying. Because the best thing in the end, and the highest 
level of achievement is knowing that you, despite what kept on knocking you down as a person in your life, whatever that may be, you still showed up for yourself, for your life, and you still tried. Maybe you haven't had the best and grand success, but at worst, yes, you may have failed, but you still tried and you still showed up and that courage and that's braving life. That's not sinking into depression and giving up and falling apart because you have this mirror. Rather, you hold the mirror to yourself, you're actually doing the opposite. You're holding it externally, seeing everyone's passing you by, their successes, their failure, and all this stuff. At the end of the day, define your own success. What does success in life mean to you? What you put value into is what you're going to nurture, what you're going to fight for, what you're going to have strong stand for, what you're going to have the conviction for. You have your own purpose in life. Yes. Belong to yourself first. That's another call to courage. Dr. Brene Brown says that belonging to yourself, meaning speaking your truth, telling your story and never betraying yourself for other people. True belonging doesn't require you to change who you are. It requires you to be who you are. And that is vulnerable. I can relate to this quite a lot because when I show up authentically in my relationship in general, in my professional life as well, I do find that when I speak my own truth, it puts people at not at ease. When I do share um, the vulnerabilities and the compassion and those unique qualities that you don't necessarily, it's easy for others to tap into. They come to me naturally. It makes people uncomfortable. And it's it, I can't change who I am and I can't change how I like to be authentic and create valuable relationships. Nothing surface level because I never do well with surface level. They just don't work for me. Oh, I can vote for that. Also, gratitude. Again, in her work, Dr. Brene Brown, she says that in the midst of joy, we tend to dress rehearse trauma and joy become foreboding. In her research, she she found that gratitude is the one variable that everyone who can lean into joy and not dress rehearse strategy, strategy, strategies. Yeah. People show up compassionately because they lived through something hard, life changing. All these people who have that gratitude and compassion that sometimes some of us wonder is because these are the very same people who went through a life-changing experience. Something really deep happened and caused that transformation. They show up to the world and to the people around them in a very compassionate way. So that overall response is really just simply gratitude. So having gratitude for your life and family and friends is matters here. And another one is actually braving discomfort. Isn't, isn't it, you know, ironically... Braving life is about embracing discomfort. We don't have to be, we don't have to be able to choose. We, 
we the best way we can actually do is that we have to be able to choose courage over discomfort. We have to be able to say, look, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know if I'm going to nail this, but I'm going to try. Because staying quiet or not trying is not an option. We have to become comfortable in our discomfort. Yes. Uncomfortableness. Because if we don't embrace the discomfort, it's a limitation that and a prison sentence that you lock yourself in that will only lead you to regrets in the end. So you have to make a choice that matter. You can choose to be avoiding the discomfort of, of decisions and actions and moments and whatever and hide and you will not feel fulfilled. To be in a bubble by and yourself. And you will always feel something is missing. Yeah. And that later on, it'll end up leading you to these regrets. I should have done this. I should have went here. I should have traveled there. I should have made make up with so-and-so. It will always, at the end of the line, you will end up facing all the should have and could have that you should actually, which are the, your very same discomfort and avoidance that you've been trying to do. And the last one she mentioned is that, which I thought it was quite interesting, is something called come off the blocks. To summarize this statement, actually, the best way I can, is that apparently many of us, we don't want to try, obviously, uh, things because we are afraid to fail or not make it. We worry about how that would look like externally. We're always worrying about what is going to look like from the outside. We're going to be found, you know. But that, like, it almost like that. We're going to be found out. Yeah. 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 Um, we, it, but the truth is that for some of us, winning might look like something simple as just getting our first step in. It does not have to be huge or a grand gesture. It's getting off the block and getting our feet wet. Braving life can be vulnerable, complex, and scary. And can feel dangerous, but it's not as hard or scary or dangerous as getting as getting to the end of our lives, as I mentioned earlier, and having to ask ourselves questions of if I, I would have shown up, if I would have let go of this, that grudge or this toxic person or whatever it is, or if I if I would have said this, what needed to be said to someone, or if I've taken action. So my so, uh, so if if Basically, if we're in a race and the gun goes off to, to start, we have two choices. Stay there at the starting blocks. Get paralyzed and stay there. Yeah. Or fire off or, and, and get moving. At least you're moving. I like that. Yes. Fire off with all your might, whatever energy and strength you got going to be able to get to that line, to the end of that line. How you get to that line, whether at a high speed or a slow speed or whatever speed, that's not the measure to success. The measure Just of... Just the fact that you're moving. The fact that you're moving and you're trying and you're being brave about it. Because life will not stop at throwing challenges at you. So my, my hope and advice to people out there, to all beings, is they keep trying. They come off the block. They practice gratitude. They try no matter what. And they leave the comparison behind and the fear of failure and the imperfection tendencies. Thank you for tuning in with us today. You make the journey worthwhile. And I really hope you enjoyed this episode. 
Until next time, may you find the call to courage in braving life. Back to you, Dan. Thanks, Amal. And uh, thank you all very much for joining us here at Distracted by Life. If you're interested to learn more, check out our other podcasts, of course, or hop online to Amal's website at amalcandido.com, where she talks about our coaching world, covering life, leadership, and mindfulness, including links to popular podcasts and her books as well. With that said, stay tuned for our next episode from Amal and myself. Thanks again, and talk to you soon.